Hey, podcast, played a little golf today and um, played pretty well. So I had some good things going on and had some swing thoughts that were running through my head that seemed to really pay off. So I thought I'd share those with you today. And, you know, before I do, I just want to encourage you guys, if you like what what's going on, if you like my stuff, just just share it with your golf buddies, pass it along, shoot them a link, or tell them to look up the Golf Essentials podcast on whatever station, uh, whatever application they're listening to podcasts. Usually Apple is probably one of the, the most popular ones. But um, go ahead and share it. I'd love that. It'd mean a lot to me. If you think it's great or if you think it sucks, it'd be great if you could rate it. You know, So whatever podcast you're in, go ahead and rate it. And um, otherwise, you know, pass it along and reach out to me if there's anything I can do to help. Awesome. Thanks, guys. This is the Golf Essentials Podcast with Casey Borg. Played a little client golf today down at Shingle Creek here in Orlando. Um, Good track. Um, It was a little bit wet. We had gotten some rain, so things were a little bit soggy, but they had redone their greens, I think it was last year or two years ago, and there were, you know, those sort of elevated undulating greens with sort of shaved areas all around and, uh, you know, sort of the, the low areas with the Nicholas drains um, and, um, so, you know, it required other than the real softness of the greens, they held really well. Other than the softness, you really had to hit quality shots into the greens to, you know, get it close to the hole and, and be in the right level. And if you were a little bit off, you, you know, you have some tough chips and ups and downs, uh, from around the sides of those greens. So it could see, you know, the guys I was playing with, you could see it, it's, tough around those greens like that you know a lot of people prefer having a little bit of shaggy rough around the green it's you know keeps the ball closer and it's a little easier to sort of splash it out like a little bunker shot and um and get things up and down but uh ironically yeah those shaved areas uh, are not most people's favorites um but you know uh we had a good day uh just wanted to share some swing thought that i had um, I guess it's a technical thought, but not really. Um, and it's something that, you know, I hadn't thought about in a while, but I thought I would share with you because it, it was sort of my swing thought today. And most of you guys who have listened to my stuff, you know that I focus on really basic stuff. And most of the time I focus on setup, you know, where I'm aiming, my posture, my grip, and then how much tension I have in my arms and my hands. I try to try to keep it super simple, right? I I segment my thoughts, pre-swing and in-swing. Pre-swing is those basics. In-swing, I'll literally just think about, you know, losing the tension and trying to maintain that throughout the swing. And when I'm playing my best, that's how simple it is. It's literally just that. Um, Because I, I think it's really important to minimize compensation. And I think that tension... Those of you who are working on tempo, you know, one of the guys we played with today, he was talking about how he's working on his tempo. So I had a conversation and, and, and asked him how tightly he felt he was holding the club. And he he basically said a 7 out of 10. And then in the downswing, it's a 20 out of 10, you know. I said, well, there you go. You know, when you when you squeeze the club, you're, you're going to get really quick 
um, things get much faster. If, if you focus on soft arms, soft grip pressure, and you try to maintain that throughout the swing, if you're going to be successful at maintaining that throughout the swing, it's impossible to swing abruptly and to jerk the club because as you're jerking the club, you have to, you have to squeeze onto it in order to hold onto that club, right? So I find that's a really, really good swing thought. And the cool part about it is it works well when you're nervous too, because those soft arms, soft hands, that moves the burden into your core, as opposed to when you're squeezing the club, it, it, you know, gives the control of the club to your hands and you really don't want that. They don't, they don't work as well when you get nervous. Um, but the, the thing I was going to mention, the swing thought that really worked well today, I was really hitting a lot of quality tee shots and iron shots right where I was looking. I mean, on the range, I, I hit a flag stick with my four iron and I stuffed a few wedges in there close today and actually played pretty, played pretty well. So, you know, the, the swing thought or the, I guess the technical thought that I was thinking of is, you know, when, when you're putting, so really, or, or short chips, think of the motion is, and you know, if you're just swinging from sort of, uh, you know, if the ball's at six o'clock and you're going seven o'clock to five o'clock, so just little tiny swings like that, it's a one lever motion. So that imagine the shaft of the club going all the way up your left arm and the left arm is basically straight right down the shaft of the club. And as you're making those small swings, it's a one lever motion. So you're you're keeping that straight line more or less intact. But as your the swing lengthens, you allow wherever it feels comfortable for you. You don't need to force this, but you allow your wrists to hinge, okay? So that turns the lever system into a two lever system. So it's down your left arm, and then at the top of your swing, it's more or less, think of it as a 90 degree angle with the shaft, right? Your, your wrists have hinged, and that's a two lever system. And that is, from a leverage standpoint, the most leverage, okay? So that's, that's maximum leverage in a golf swing when you have that two lever system and you have that angle between your left arm and the shaft. The problem that we run into, especially if we are losing flexibility or if we lose tempo, if we get abrupt in our transition, so from the top of our swing as we start down, if we get abrupt or we um, just don't take the club back as far as we used to, a lot of people will tend to break down just a little bit in that left elbow. And so now you've got your upper arm, your lower arm, and the shaft that turns things into a three lever system. And ironically, a three lever system brings much, much less leverage, meaning power, than a two lever system. Okay, so if you allow that sort of left arm to bend a little bit you're losing you're losing power 
overall. You'd rather be shorter in a two-lever system, as long as your wrists and everything are, are nice and oily, nice and nice and relaxed. You'd rather be shorter in that system than to take the club back longer, but allowing that left arm to bend. And you know the the other thing that really um, is detrimental when we allow that to happen for one reason or another. Some people just do it because they haven't they haven't figured out the right technique. Others aren't as flexible. They need to carry the club back and, and they want to make a longer backswing. And others, their tempo gets really abrupt and that causes that left arm to sort of collapse. And when that happens, we lose leverage. But what we also lose is that established radius. I know I'm getting a little technical. This is about as technical as I get, guys. But we're losing that established radius of our swing. So imagine the circle that the club is swinging on, right? The club is swinging around a circle that goes around your body. If we allow that left arm to collapse at all, at any stage of the swing, the circle just got smaller. So now the likelihood the physics involved of getting that club to come back to the ball become exponentially more difficult right so we're not only losing power but making crisp solid impact with that ball in a three lever system is much 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 more difficult because you have to allow that club uh, allow the left arm to straighten out as you approach impact and allow the release of the club, right? So the, the, the wrists are unhinging. So you've got both of those levers unhinging. And by the way, in the follow through, everything sort of rehinges as your right arm is extending and everything rehinges. So all that is happening and is a, there's a huge, huge timing and emphasis there. So it's it becomes really hard to make really good solid contact and even when you do make good solid contact you're not leveraged enough to to really deliver a lot of power and um so that's that's what i was sort of thinking and that's what i was sort of feeling in my range session before i i teed it up today and i think i was just getting a little bit abrupt in the top of my backswing so as things were sort of reaching the top of the backswing even if it was just a little bit, if, if I was either getting quick and I was losing the radius of that swing, I was losing that good, solid two-lever system that I know delivers the club right back to the ball repeatedly. Um, so I was doing that and I was, I was focusing on, you know, good body turn, good smooth transition, and then maintaining that sort of firm left arm so that I was maintaining that radius and the leverage through the ball and my divots were shallow the club was coming back to the ball repeatedly I hit a lot a lot of shots today right on the middle of the club face hit them dead straight right right in the direction where I was looking and my numbers were right on I, I think I was even I was even carrying the ball, especially with my driver, uh, picked up a few yards and because of that leverage factor, 
And um, so it was a really good ball striking day. And I thought it might make some sense to share with you guys what was going through my head and where I was coming from as far as, you know, feeling like, number one, I'm trying, I'm always trying to remove tension, right? So there's a balance there. We're not squeezing the club. We're still relaxed, but there's a structure in place, meaning that two lever system that we want to maintain as we're swinging for the purpose of reliability or repeatability, I should say. And that two lever system brings a lot more power. So maybe that'll help you. Maybe it's something to give a try next time you get out and hit some shots. Start with some small swings. Just make some little nine o'clock swings with um, with a nice wide. Try to try to keep you know your hands keep keep your hands away from your body as you're swinging around, and you'll feel like okay, my my core has to rotate. But as I'm doing that, I can't do it too abruptly because everything collapses towards your body as you get too too abrupt if you jerk the club down from the top. You know, so start small and then work up bigger. Feel that good rhythm, feel that leverage, feel the club shallowing out as it comes into impact. So your divots aren't going to be real deep and, you know, ripping up huge sod farms. And um, hopefully you're delivering the club powerfully and hitting the ball in the middle of the club face a little more often. Hope that helps you guys. Talk to you soon.